welcome to Rorschach Your Reality. This is your host, Hannah Hassler, and I am so excited to have you joining us today. Our guest is named Malika Gupta, and she is an immigrant who came to the U.S. from India, and she shares a little bit about uh, both her career and journey as well as the support group that she started for other immigrant spouses who may be experiencing similar um, hardships and struggles to really transform and change and use their immigrant experience as a catalyst for something new and powerful in their life. Has life ever given you a chance to pack your old self and everything known in a small red American tourister bag to move to a new sky in a new country for a marriage or for love? I did seven years ago. And so does millions of women every single year move across nations. Hi, my name is Malika and I coach immigrant spouses, women to transition in their life and career amidst chaos and uncertainty. Hmm. Oh, wow. So when did you first come to America? It was in February 2013. Okay. And you can, did you come with a spouse? Um, or did you meet someone um, en route? No. So I came to the U.S. after marriage as an accompanying okay. spouse. Yeah. Ah, interesting. And where did, you, uh, where did you come from? From India. From India. Okay. Um, and we, now that you're here in America, will you share a little bit about your connection to immigration or, or even your thoughts on immigration? Sure. So um, as I mentioned, I, I came as an accompanying spouse seven years ago and, and I really had, had a thriving professional career back home. Uh, so when I, when I came here, I arrived in Chicago on a cold, icy February morning. It, it opened a new world for me, <laughs> you know, uh, not just in terms of opportunities, Hannah, or, or culture or people, but in small ways, you know, like, like my, 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 my body had no understanding of how it feels to feel sub-zero temperature. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even the smallest activity of opening these sliding glass doors of my patio and walking up to it and being fearful of getting a frostbite uh, felt like a daunting <laughs> task. So um, it, it really was a journey and it really is a journey. It was, you know, a personal transformation in so many ways. Just, just leaving the old, unlearning and relearning everything new, it required a lot of courage and determination and conviction. Yes. Oh, I, um, I'm from Minnesota originally, so I know all about that Midwestern cold. <laughs> uh, and Minnesota has quite a large Somali population in the metro area. And, and I know that the intense cold was always kind of a, a huge, a huge hurdle that you don't necessarily think of when you think of immigration. But, but even like you say, just those little things can really be challenges and, and things that you really need to learn to kind of live with. Right. I mean, and when I was boarding this flight from New Delhi, India to JFK <laughs> on, on February 1st, I had no idea what was about to come. And, uh, and, and honestly, I, I, I had a thriving career back home. So I, I, was, I was doing very well. But, you know, but after getting married and to support my, uh, my counterpart, uh, I knew that it's, it's going to be a lot of changes, but not in this uh, magnamacity, you know, in this capacity. Mm. So it, it has been um, really a journey of personal transformation on so many levels. 
Oh, wow. And I, you mentioned your career. Uh, what were you doing in India? And is it something that you were able to continue doing in America? Yes. So uh, I was, I, I am, I'm a patent licensing professional, an intellectual property uh, licensing professional. So in India, I was working with a law firm as a patent associate. Okay. I had my master's in India. And then I, when I came here, I did my second master's in the US from Chicago and then went up to get hired by top of top American corporates as patent licensing analyst. Oh, wow. That, um, that, is not a line of work that I that I think I really know anyone who's doing. Uh, do you, is it something that you really enjoy? Yeah, so patents has been my first love. It continues to be my first love. Uh, it it really is a fascinating field and and definitely something which is uh, extremely interesting. Oh, and then I know in addition to that, you started this um, kind of support group or network specifically for immigrant spouses. Would you talk a little bit about what motivated you to create that? Sure. Uh, so Hannah, during the turn of events in my life, post my master's and getting hired and, and doing, you know, doing very well, I, I, I had this urge of writing a book, a memoir, you know, and, and while I was writing my very first draft, I kept meeting other spouses everywhere, you know, whether it was in a gym, in a library, as if the universe was giving me a nudge <laughs> that <laughs> these are the people you are meant to serve. And uh, during that contemplation, I also found myself asking these tough questions like, you know, how, how can I do something which is bigger than me? Mm-hmm. How can I leave a legacy? And, and really during that contemplation, I, I was getting this nudge to start an online community to connect with other immigrant spouses from around the world. Um, and, and, and that is how this, this Facebook group gets started. And, and I really didn't know how big it's going to get. Uh, but now this group has grown organically to around 2,500 women from around the world. Wow. And are these, I know you, they're from all different countries originally. Are they primarily people who have immigrated to the United States or have they immigrated to all sorts of countries? Well, majority of them are uh, who are in the U.S., but there, and then there are people who are from Germany, from Australia, from people, you know, who, who basically changed, left their old countries and are now in new countries. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I... Um, I have so much respect for people who leave a country, especially a language. Like I, I love to read and write and language is so important to me. And I, um, I did not have very much luck learning Spanish <laughs> in my <laughs> high school years. Um, but but I, I just can't imagine even just the language barrier alone, much less so many other, other parts and pieces. Um, and I had seen in, in your group that um, you kind of share about how many spouses of immigrants experience a lot of feelings of loneliness, uncertainty, just kind of this general stuck feeling sometimes. Can you talk a little bit more about those feelings and, and maybe where they kind of come from? Sure. Uh, so uh, as an accompanying spouse, you know, you, who, who enters into a new world to support his or her counterpart with absolutely no plan, it, it, it really is the feeling of leaving the old and unlearning and relearning everything new. So it really is like entering a new world. So what happens is that the overwhelm, the new and uncertainty often leaves uh, their confidence and self-worth shattered into pieces. 
Mm-hmm. And and mind you, these these women are amazingly multi-talented with an established career back home. But many times they find themselves, one, you know, once they have immigrated to a new country, they find themselves financially dependent on their better halves mm-hmm. due to either visa constraints or the plain old fear of failure, fear of unknown, uh, feeling of not good enough. Um, which keeps them stuck for years with halted careers. So often they are either living in the shadows of their glorious past mm. or depressed with no clear path in the future. Yeah, I, I could imagine having a little bit, of feeling almost like you peaked or reached your height in your home culture, whether you know that's with your career or social status or you know all of these different things that are important to us. And like stripping all of that away and starting over somewhere completely new. You know, when you say kind of living in, in the shadow of these glory days or, or kind of what was, I could see where it would be really hard to kind of move forward and forge a new path and, and feel like you're starting over from scratch. Yeah. Sure, it, it, it is. It is it is very, uh, it, it is a personal transformation, as I said, on many levels. And, and what breaks my heart, Hannah, is that these amazingly multi-talented women, they, they fail to see themselves as a brave hero, you know, a warrior of how far they have come the next version of themselves they have become and 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 that's that that's what breaks my heart and that is the foundation of my mission to uh, really make them see you know the life they are living currently is how it it it, it is it is a blessing in disguise because it mm. gives them an opportunity to grow and to transform which not many people actually get that opportunity and and not not many people understand uh, really the growth and changes in in, in such a level the, the way they experience. Yes, and I, I love kind of reframing it as, man, yes, it, it maybe is a hard thing or a challenging thing, but it's also such a catalyst for incredible personal growth and transformation. And, and there's so much wonderful, good things that can really come from it also. And I think kind of reframing your perception of it a little bit would be really powerful as you're kind of trying to make sense of everything and, and start fresh. Correct. And, and uh, it's just, it's, it's just not just the perception, but the entire uh, outlook of, you know, that what, like the questions, when, when you are stuck, you often ask yourself these questions, why am I even here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> why, why this, why this happened to me? But if, if we change that narrative and ask ourselves, maybe there is a reason, let me find that reason. What is that reason? You know, and, and, and once you start exploring those questions and connecting with, you know, with people who are like you or thinking like you and just putting yourself out of that comfort zone opens you to a very new world in a, in a, in a very, uh, in a very uh, bold way. Hmm. Oh, I love that. And it seems like you definitely have a very positive mindset and have been really able to maximize your opportunities here, um, you know, from your career to continuing to pursue education and, and all of those things and even supporting others on the journey. Um, how do you feel you've used a positive mindset or, or positive mindset practices to kind of improve your immigrant experience? Sure. Uh, it. You know, it it will come across as a surprise to you, but it was it, very recently I really you know started these practices because I realized the the 
amazing effect these deeds can have. So I, I do affirmations. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, incorporated, uh, started incorporating journaling uh, in my daily uh, rituals. Uh, but, you know, for the listeners, I would say just the small activity of like, you know, waking up every, like waking up after waking up in the morning, uh, walking up to your patio and just saying thank you. Um, you know, looking up to the sky and saying thank you can, can change your entire day. Um, it, it really are these little uh, nuances in your everyday life which you which we fail to acknowledge um, is what I think is, is, is the catalyst to have a better and, and an accomplished day and, and then a year. Hmm, I love that. And I've had multiple guests who have talked about gratitude or journaling. And like you say, there's such little things. You know, it's not like you have to in- invest money or even that much time to journal or be thankful and express gratitude, but building them into kind of a daily practice and, and as something that's important to you really does seem to make a, quite a difference for, for quite, quite a few people. Right. And it, it really is a part of habit because I just think I'm, I'm a motivational junkie <laughs> and, and, and I read a lot. I, you know, I listen to a lot, but then I realize that I'm holding this information and I'm not really putting it into practice. So it, it really was that uh, was that shift to, you know, to commit to myself to start with basic first steps. And then when I started seeing the effect, I realized that, oh, my God, I, this is something. Th- there's a reason why people keep saying about journaling and about <laughs> gratitude. <laughs> um, it, it, it's definitely, uh, it changed my life for sure. Oh, I love that. And I, I have found myself in that same boat many a time of like, oh, I've consumed so much information about this. And I know all about this, but like, I haven't actually done it and taking the steps to actually do it. That's, of course, where the change and transformation is going to be. <laughs> True. Um, I noticed in the group, you use the hashtag rewrite your story. And I was curious what rewriting your story has looked like in your own life. Sure. Uh, that I, I love that question, by the way. Thanks for mm-hmm. asking that. Yeah. Um, Hannah, it has been a journey of personal transformation, uncertainty and rebuilding myself over and over again. Um, you know, as I mentioned, that, 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 that version of me who boarded that flight from New Delhi, India to JFK had no idea of the new world that was waiting for me. And I rewrote my story multiple times, right from earning a second master's degree in Chicago while, while braving snow on, on icy sidewalks and trying to understand what exactly is polar vortex (laughs) 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 to uh, getting hired by top American corporates as intellectual property licensing analysts and then going through the self-exploration quest of doing something bigger than myself and leaving a legacy, Um, building an online community and now now on, on an entrepreneurial path with a mission to inspire and transform other immigrant spouses who speaking, writing and coaching is how I'm rewriting my story. Oh, I absolutely love that. And something that I was uh, just curious about when you mentioned it, um, when you came over, were you anticipating that you would get a second master's degree or was that something that just you kind of ended up needing to have to do? So uh, when I, uh, so 
when I was about to get married, my, my husband, you know, hinted me that you might have to study there, you know, further because of, mm-hmm. of, of that. That's how the visa process over here is for spouses. And I was like, yeah, we'll see, you know, because I already have a master's. So we'll see. I was not very sure about that decision. But when I came here, when uh, when I finally came in Chicago and I was six months sitting at my home doing nothing, mm. you know, literally because I didn't I was on a visa which didn't allow me to work. And I just was like what am I supposed to do with my life? And that's where I realized, you know what, I need to study further, not just because I wanted to get out of my house, but because I had this passion for my field. And I knew I wanted to learn more. So uh, that, that's how the second master's happened. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And Malika, how can a how can non immigrant members of a country help support and encourage immigrant spouses or immigrants themselves? That we get so caught up in this word immigrant, you know, uh, that they, that we fail to see the human side of that term. Hmm. And when we connect with the human stories of immigration, you know, with a heart full of compassion and appreciation of the bravery and transformation the other person has go through or has has went through things can be changed uh, it, it it really it really is about the understanding and and really trying to uh, you know appreciate uh, the fact that that this person has gone through that transformation and and honestly the the, the way uh, immigration um, process works you know at least for the the legal immigrants i can i can vouch for legal immigrants uh, being mm-hmm. one of them is it's it's very it's very extensive it's it's you know it, it requires it involves a lot of interviews uh, with the consulates with the visa officers and you know every time i'm leaving the country i'm entering uh, re-entering the country i mean it's it's so extensive that they make sure that the person who is immigrating to the u.s has has great intentions not in just not not just in terms of economic uh, contribution but also in terms of uh, contribution to the society you know to, to the neighbors i mean it's it, it really is that extensive it, the scrutiny is so extensive so uh, uh, the 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 entire notion of you know uh, the word immigration can be changed if we connect with those stories and with the real side, with the real people who have dealt to that process and who have all the great intentions of coming to this great country of America. And what are some ways that maybe you personally or even even just maybe other immigrants um, in general are have been able to kind of maintain maybe a home culture or language or different traditions that were very important to you from your home country? Yeah, so, uh, for example, we, we do have an India Day, uh, so uh, to celebrate India's Independence Day. Um, then there are a lot of festivals which occurs in temples, uh, you know, where we gather as a community and we celebrate those festivals mm-hmm. right from Holi. Uh, I'm sure you must have heard about it. It's, it's, a, it's a festival of colors. Yes. Um, festival of lights, Diwali, uh, which is also a very uh, extensively celebrated festival in, the, in America. And so all of this is, uh, we, we do that at temples or get togethers, you know, along with the neighbors. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's really, that's really neat. And yeah, are you, beautiful. you, when you first came here, you said, I think you had mentioned Chicago. Have you stayed in the Chicago area? Yes. Oh, wonderful. Um, we, my husband and I are actually flying into Chicago tomorrow. We're gonna, um, we're headed to Wisconsin for a wedding, but we're both 
we're both from the Midwest, so lots of lots of friends and family. Um, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful city. I mean, um, I always tell my husband, if, if Chicago can be a man, <laughs> I, can, I can propose Chicago right now. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> it's such a beautiful city. I, I love the downtown. I had the privilege to stay in downtown for a while, and it was it was beautiful. Oh, I love that. I always wonder because um, I many people that I know who have immigrated to America um, came from countries where the climate tends to be quite a bit warmer year round. Um, and I always wondered, like out of everywhere in America, which has many, you know, states that are pretty hot year round, why would you come to the Midwest? <laughs> you know, like, and I, I'm just always curious, like when you came, were you really aware about the winter and like, it just wasn't a factor or were you really surprised? Yeah, no, that, that's a great question. And, and that, that, that's actually a very logical question, but, but here's the answer. Um, as an immigrant, and, and that's, that, that's what I was trying to, you know, in, in the previous question, I was trying to say about the story of an immigrant. As an immigrant, you, are, you don't have much choices. You know, the, the, the word choice is, starts happening after a few years. It doesn't, it, it, you, it's not where you start. So what I mean by that term is that, like in my case, my husband was offered a job in Chicago. And, and that, that, that was it. I didn't have the choice or the, or the liberty of, you know, figuring out that should I, should I go to a warmer place, you know, instead of being in, in this icy cold place. Because that was not the priority at that point of time. So adjusting and, you know, accepting what was given to me was, 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 was what was the priority at that point of time. So that is why, uh, you know, uh, once, when, you are, when you are leaving your old country, when you're, leaving, when you're entering into a new country, choices is something which, which doesn't come across, in, in, you know, initially. It, it, it really is, it takes time to have those choices and then take action on them. Hmm. Oh, that's very interesting. And I, I think something that we don't often consider, um, you know, when I, when I imagine someone coming to America, I kind of imagine them choosing, you know, like where in America, because it's, you know, you have lots of options, it feels like. Um, so, but when you say that about, well, of course, it would be very dependent on where you've gotten a job offer. Um, that makes sense. Um, but I, it's just not something that I would necessarily think of. So that's helpful. Yeah. But, but if, if give it a chance now, (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think I would, I would still choose Chicago. Yeah. Oh, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, and in America, I think especially in the last years, there has been a lot of, I think, hatred and anger directed towards immigrant populations. And I think a lot of that comes from a place of confusion or, or misunderstanding, um, hopefully, I guess. It's, um, but I'm curious um, for, for you or your family or, or even um, different immigrants that you know, um, what kind of an impact has that had on, the, on your experience? Um, first of all, Hannah, it breaks my heart whenever I see these news in media and whenever mm-hmm. these, you know, stuff is happening. It really, it, 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 it really is, is, you know, it, it's scary, but it, on top of it, it breaks my heart because I know, uh, you know, so much goes beyond behind the scenes, you know, when you are uh, entering into a new country, when you're leaving mm-hmm. everything known and old, 
but beyond that uh, i i personally have not experienced a, a hatred or, or a particular you know a uncomfortable situation but but yes i'm i'm used to uh, getting judged for sure and and these simple and you know sometimes like some a simple question like you have an interesting accent which country you come from you know and <laughs> and and uh, i i completely understand that the person who's asking has a you know has, is coming from a great intention of just out of curiosity but what happens on the receiving end is that uh, you know internally i i go into a panic mode Mm-hmm. it's like internally my brain is telling me you know what you don't belong here you need to put up an accent you know you you are the odd man out mm-hmm. so uh, it really it really plays a number uh, on your confidence uh, but at the same time it you know you always come back and and ask yourself this question uh, that you know uh, how do i really try to sound like other people you know sound like people so that they don't have this question and and the more i have you know gone deep into introspection about this i've realized that that what is unique about me is the way i speak is the way i look is the way i i, I operate and that what makes me interesting as an immigrant hmm. i love that i'm finding ways to just embrace it instead of feeling caught up in how are you going to change it? How are you going to kind of minimize it? Um, and just embracing that it is who you are and it, it makes you a unique and special person versus, you know, someone that needs to change somehow. Right. Oh, I love that. Um, if you could offer a final piece of advice to our listeners, what would you want to share with them? Um, I would say uh, give yourself the permission to fail. Mm-hmm. and i just think we we live in a society where we are told that failure is not an option but i think failure should be an option quitting should not be an option mm-hmm. and uh, you know and and someone uh, i mean i i i had i knew that uh, so many times i knew that in my life i i might fail you know i might fail uh, doing this i might fail uh, starting this group i might fail uh, applying for those jobs i mean it was so many instances in my life but i just kept allowing myself uh, giving myself the permission to fail was 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 the my my biggest takeaway in the entire process and and what this does is that it really enjoy it really allows you to enjoy the process of learning mm-hmm. because once that pressure is lifted off you know the pressure of uh, succeeding uh, that expectations you know that pressure of outcome it it really puts you in that process in that in that mode of enjoying uh, this thing called life <laughs> mm. um so yeah so i would say uh, give yourself the permission to fail oh i absolutely love that i actually had just been working on a post about failure and this whole idea that if you're not failing at anything you're probably playing it way too safe and you're not even coming close to achieving what you could achieve if you were willing to extend yourself further and sometimes that means failing but like that's totally fine you know and and I think if you haven't failed or you're not failing at anything ever it's probably because you're you're kind of preventing yourself from from fulfilling your potential right and and i and i and i think that failure is that soil on the road to success that keeps you grounded you know mm. but but with enough fire in the belly to keep going mm. uh so i really think that 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 failure should be an option and and people some 
And people oftentimes, they stay stuck, uh, not taking any action and not doing what they know they could do just because they are, you know, often they have this fear of failure. Mm, I think that is so true. And I love that that's where you ended this because I think that is a wonderful piece of advice. Malika, if people want to connect with you in business or in life, how can they find you? Sure. Um, uh, you can look up to my Facebook group. Uh, uh, it's called you, uh, Immigrant Spouses Rewrite Your Story. Um, yeah, that, that's where you can connect with me personally and with my group. Perfect. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today and for sharing a little bit about your experience. Thank you so much to Malika for sharing about her immigrant experience. I love being able to connect with people who are able to share from really about things that they have gone through. And I love her perspective on transformation. I would love it if you subscribe to the show. Would love it if you left some reviews. a little bit of a change there but I'm really excited about what's coming and I can't wait to get your feedback once those 2020 episodes start coming out. Thank you so much.